This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports, a new way to cover sports. Hello, welcome back to another week, another episode of the Chat from the Back podcast. Once again, as you just heard, brought to you by Fan Babble Sports. And again, one of our main backers here, the England Lawn Ranger, trust us, guy to go to, like, had your lawn got out of control? I always putting it off for next week. And trust us, we say you need to get onto the one person who can tame that wild, the Ingredient Lawn Ranger. When your lawn is out of control, the Ingredient Lawn Ranger is the only person to call. Head over to Facebook and search for the Ingredient Lawn Ranger. Trust me, you won't be disappointed with the job. And I've seen him go on gangbusters on Facebook, ever shout him out. I think I'm not claiming that we were the first ones to shout him out, but we were early on in the piece. Um, so head over to Facebook, search for the Ingredient Lawn Ranger. Even if you jump on Facebook and just look at the reviews, you'll see every single person is stoked with the job like I've been. Try them out. Scotty, how are we, mate? Hey, go, mate. You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Still a bit sore from our game last weekend. Um, but What a game. <laughs> oh, if, if you win games on conceding goals, um, we knocked it out of the park. Um Rob's going to give well, you... To be fair... Yeah, go on. Yeah, well, to be fair, like, there was elements involved. Yeah. Um, well, for everyone that listens to the show, we will, starting now, for the rest of the season, whenever we play, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date on how our season's going. Um, first round, started perfectly. Tough, tough, tough way to get three points. We had the bye this week. Wow. Um, yeah. What wow. was it? We had 11 players. I think there was one point where one or two of the boys had gone off because they were hurt, hurting. Like the field was muddy as hell. I think that's why my why my quads are still so sore. Um, not that I did much did much running. Not that many of us did much. Many of us did much running after the first 20 minutes because honestly, hey. I think we. I think in that first 20 minutes we were the better team. I I reckon we were. Like I think we have a few subs. I mean. We'd be a killer team, a hundred percent. Like again, just... anyone listening, if you live in the Shire or you've played in the Shire comp before and you want to play, come to Heathcote. You will get game time guaranteed. Um, but I, I just want to put it out there: the council really needs to sort their shit out because oh mate, the field was horrendous. Played on dirt fields during rain, and it still wasn't as bad as the ridge. Mate, dead set. That one, I'm trying to work out. I think it'd be, would it be the, be the, I'm trying to work out what box it was, whether it'd be, I think it might have been the north, northeast facing end of the pitch. Northeast yeah. end of the pitch, like that goal. Oh my God, man. That mud was literally, I shit you not for people that are listening. It was ankle deep mud. Mate, like, um, remember how I got back and just put it out for a corner? Yeah. My foot stuck in the mud and I almost rolled my ankle because of it. Yeah. Mate, we could, you could hardly kick, play the ball out from the back. Well, well kick, it's stuck in the mud, mate. It's, exactly. It's, like, it's, it's wet. Just, oh, it was ridiculous. It's pathetic. And like, so we're down to nil at half time. We were running, we, we were, running that way. So, again, like, I somewhat, like, um, I was captain for the week. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm captain again. I think we may just try and rotate. I'm just going to rotate captains here. Um, but I think I even said at halftime, like, we were doing well. Like, the, the field wasn't helping us going forward, but we were doing well. And then um, next thing you know, second half, we, we shit ourselves and we ended up losing 10-0. But, um, that pitch defending, man, that was horrendous. And I love how the guys on the other team were like, oh, we weren't complaining in the first half. Seriously, please. You're like, well, I've that... never, like, like I, I had an example of what they were whinging like. I'm not going to say it on the podcast because I don't want to be in trouble. But, mate, they were having, they was, they were soaking more than a baby when you take candy off of them. Put it that way. Well, yeah. 
And I, like, I, it was to be fair ugh. to the all age fifteen Bonnet Bay team. I would love for you to play my brothers in well, the all age um, two team. Go well, go as, um, your fucking. What was it? As um Jimmy said after the game, manager extraordinaire. They said, "Oh well, do you want to do you want to change ends?" Because we started, we did mention to the ref that the field was dangerous. Like Byron and goals wasn't diving to the ball. Um, and they've gone, oh, do you want to change ends? As Jimmy said, we should have changed ends because then it would have been funny if one of their guys did their ankle. It's like, hey, guys, we're happy with the pitch. We want to continue playing. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. they were. But um, well, yeah, but come on, we all all the boys there. We're not on sports. Right. Like, we'll we'll take. 100%, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's a da- it's very dangerous. Like oh, 100%. But um, seriously, as I, as I said at halftime and at the end of the game, being the captain for the day, I wanted to make sure I get, got the words in. Um, even said it at the pub for the pub after the game at the Prezzo. Um, super proud of the effort everyone put in. Like, we were, as, as we've said in the past, like, we keep saying every week, like, we'll say for a couple more weeks until you can't register anymore. Like, we literally have 11 players. There was points in that game where yeah. one or two of the guys had to go off because they were hurting. So we're playing short, but we still gave it our all. And I don't care. I'm still taking my small win away from the day of the exact words I got told from the guy. We're both going at it shoulder to shoulder on the sideline. He just hasn't come in as hard as me trying to win the ball. He's turned around and gone, I can't breathe. I felt a crack in my ribs. So I'm taking that as a win. You know what that reminds ribs. me of? What? Yeah, you, it reminds oh, me of your first oh, game at Como. Como a couple of years ago. Oh, mate, that was... Yeah, but I only had the one week off. Yeah, opposite effect, but yeah. <laughs> still funny. I only had the one week off. Nostalgia. And I had, um, but I played out the rest of the game as well. But this, I think you this, did, that you guy did. did sub off for a lot of the, for the rest of that half. And then he only came on for about 15 minutes in the second half, if I recall correctly. So, like... At least I, I did tough it out, but I don't think I did crack my ribs. I think I just did rib cartilage that day because it was the point of the elbow into the ribs. But um, besides and, that, and, like, to be, uh, and to be fair, on Sunday you, to be fair, on Sunday you did walk over and apologise and everything oh, was man, all good. I, so. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like, I don't want to hurt people, but as as you taught from a young kid at any sport, if you don't go in hard, you're gonna get come out hurt. But exactly. And the you know game's I mean? the game, like, to be fair. Exactly. I'm I'm not giving up on the ball. I'm like, like I'm, it's straight up it. The game's the game. You're gonna get hurt or you're gonna Like, like anyone that, that's leading a team, whether you're just a one week captain or a full time captain, you wanna set the the example for the team in moments like that where we don't give up. You know what I mean? Like and that's probably one of the reasons why I went and kept going in hard on challenges like that, but then there was one where my knee's actually still sore now, where I got the knee on knee on, on the inside of my left knee, like still a bit sore now, still a little bit swollen, but yeah, um, she'll be yeah, right. Yeah, cock your knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll be right. My quads you are walk a bit... o- You walk it off, and then... yeah, yeah. Oh, my quads are still a little bit tight, but that's all right. How are you feeling, though, mate? Physically, are you? Man, I'm fine. Like you're fine. A bit of tightness. Uh, I had a little bit of soreness and a little bit of tightness yeah. like last day. Yeah. But I'm I'm pretty much fine and ready to go next week. So well, this week or this, whatever. This weekend so. depending on where we play and whatever. I don't know. Because um, apparently Heathcote well, we, was, really we, was really bad last week. That's why they pulled it and everyone went out to the ridge. I don't know. But apparently, apparently I was talking to the guys that played at the field that got, Heathcote got shifted to. And apparently it was perfect. It was a perfect field. So if we get shifted out there, I'm, like Heathcote I'm maybe Oval happy. Or... Uh, yeah, Heathcote Oval was dodgy. It was ruled out. Um, and then I got shifted yeah, to yeah. one of the ones at the, down the back of the ridge. So we'll uh, wait and see. Okay, that makes sense. We'll wait and see. But um, also it is Mother's Day this weekend. So get in there. Happy Mother's Day to any, anyone out there that's listening. Is a mother to my mum, to my partner. Mm-hmm. Like, happy Mother's Day, everyone. Like, um, Come on, people, get on your mothers. They gave birth to you. Come on. I mean, they put up with us. So, and especially for my, for my mum, a lot of freaking credit there for putting up with me. Um, oh, credit to my mum. She puts up with my shit. <laughs> mate, I think I'm, I love mother, you, mum. 
Yeah, so um, I just want to put I, that I, out there first. Yeah, to my mum as well. I love you, mum. Uh, to my partner, on behalf of our, our little bloke, we both love you. Um, but let's get stuck in talking some sport. Um, probably don't want to touch on it, mate. Apparently, I lost again in the rugby league. Yeah, no, I watched that game, mate. And it wasn't just a loss; like it was an absolute towering up. In my tips, I, I will say I did tip Parramatta. Yeah. However, no one told me it was in Darwin. Yeah. I didn't know what that was about until like probably about 30 minutes in. So, yeah. Shit. <laughs> but, um, wait, there we so, go. It's updated now. But, um, but yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a disappointing loss. Yeah. I, I I want to say something, but I can't yeah. really say. It. Yeah. We'll so get... we'll... Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll go through the results from the weekend. Starting off on Thursday night, I'll, I wasn't surprised with it. I did tip the Broncos. Broncos up over the Sharks. On Friday night, we had Panthers getting up over the Titans. And we had South Sydney getting up over Manly with a controversial incident out of that game we will touch on in a moment. Warriors getting up in Golden Point over the Raiders. Bulldogs getting up over the Roosters, probably the upset of the weekend there. Um, well, game how we... surprising! Oh, that was ridiculous. Um, the game we just touched on as well just before Cowboys over Parramatta, Melbourne fifty points again over Newcastle, and Tigers in a really really good game getting up, getting down. Unfortunately, getting beat by six against the St George Illawarra Dragons twelve six. Um, but yes, yeah, so I want to touch on that South Manly incident. Did you see it? Oh, the trying send to off. back. Um, uh, the send-off on Friday night. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of people like, are torn whether that was a send-off or a sin bin. Well, can I just ask a question? Yes. Is, do, um, do normally refs just point when they say go off? Send off your send-off, send yeah. They just point. They don't even. They rarely. They like a red card in football. Yeah, it's just like yeah, point. Like, you're they, you're gone. As for, yeah, yeah. When I saw it, the the ref just pointed, and I was like, yeah. "What the hell was that mean?" Yeah, I think he saw. I, and I then, didn't actually catch it. I think he sort of explained it to Cherry Evans, the the captain. Um, but yeah, then he just pointed and was like, "Yeah, you're off. You're done." Yeah, because he only. Like, I, See, I, but I don't know if it was the, a from, send-off, though. That's from what whatever I've I'm seen, saying. Like, from what I've seen is a send-off is, like, a two-arm thing yeah. saying and talking yeah. to the bloke saying you're, you're off. That's, but no, that's 10 minutes. Pointed. Yeah, so you've got the ref that points his two, puts his two hands in the air. That's 10 minutes in the sim bin. Um so what he did by just pointing the one finger is send off. You're done for the night. You're not. You're. You can't come back. You're done. Okay, See, I don't uh, think it was like it was a bad tackle. Yes, I don't think oh, it was uh, a. I don't think it was a send off. I say ten minutes in the sim bin, like, on re- penalty, dangerous tackle. You're on report. You've really pushed the boundaries like, there. I'm going to send you for ten minutes, and I think that's the way it should be handled. By because the referee, I, I, but. I'll say two things. One is I've never just seen a ref just point into yeah. a, a direction and say, off you go. Oh, I have. I've seen it. And, well, it's just pointing, isn't it? Just, yeah. just point. Yeah. But um, my second point would yeah. I don't think it was necessary. What, to send off? Because you're making a tackle. Yeah. Well, the thing is, a lot of the players now, yeah. when they get tackled, they they turn and look they, for a way for a way to offload the ball, and that can also play a part in tackles like that going wrong. Yeah, but like, come on, like if you look at if you actually look at the motion, right? Yeah, it's like you you're moving, and yeah. then like the the way it was shown was like, well. You're trying to make this tackle. Something's happened, and yeah. it, like, like think of it like gravity 
and yeah. all that shit is well, causing the emotion right now. There was a lot of replays when people were saying, oh, that's definitely send off Rara. That's, oh, this is terrible. But yet again, what a lot of people got to realize is everything looks worse on replay and in slow motion. Of course, because you, know like, like, you know, like the side flipping like tackle they do. Yeah. Like, because you don't want to put them on the head, do you? No. But like, yeah. I think like so, it, 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 everything always looks worse in slow motion. I think, I don't yeah. know. It's the decision was made. It's I'm because, not sure because like, I guarantee we may see some more tackles like that in the next coming rounds. But like the only thing that actually made it worse for me was it looked like he actually had a jump at the end of it. Yeah, I think just, that's probably what made motion. it a little bit worse. But yet again, as I yeah. said, though, like you look at the players that's... that are sort of turning to look, so you're trying to, you know what I mean? It's I would have been happy with a but sim. I would have been happy with yeah, a sim. Yeah, but that, yeah, but that's still a sim bin offense. Yeah, yeah, right. And I think and because... people have said it was a send off because of the potential for injury, but you can't just you can't take take matters into that account of. Or he could have been injured by this, like this. I'm like, we know he could be injured like that, but I think you've also got to take into account looking at it as like, how was he severely injured in that like, contact? No, I, he I, got I, up I don't straight away. Because, like, if even if, uh, like, I don't even know who made the tackle, but if you, even if you uh, jump, it and... was. Let me have a look. Uh, I think it was. Dum dum dum. Lawton, I think it was. Uh, where is it? I'll get it up here very shortly. Um, like Carl Lawton, but whoever made it, it even if, it, yeah, well, it, yeah. even if he made a jump, like gravity yeah. comes down, so you can't actually f- stop your motion. Yeah, anyway. it's, I don't know. It's as I said, it was a very controversial one. So many people have said different things on it. As I said, I think. It's, I think, 10 minutes in on report, penalty, 10 minutes in the bin, suffice. Because, honestly, as I said, I think you've got to look at it on its merits. The player, I can't remember who got tackled. I think it might have been Murray got straight back up afterwards. So, like, okay, you want to say, oh, you're sent off because of potential injury, but yeah, he, yeah, wasn't yeah. In, he wasn't injured. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, and I know... Oh, no, he like, got back up and said, oh, yeah, yeah fair. Yeah, like so. Yeah, I, I know it's manly, and everyone's ah I hate manly, but I don't. I didn't see it as a send off. No, no, um, sin bin, yes, send off, no. So, so that, I think that's my vote. We we both agree on that. Sweet, so yeah, hundred percent. But um, also want want to touch on bulldogs getting a win. Roosters started getting a bit leafy when it looked like they got back in front, going to win the game, and lo and behold. The good old bunker came in after a try was awarded. Or, sorry, thank you. We want to have a look at that again. And no try. See, that's where I think that's one rule change. I'm uh, so happy they did. It's taking the pressure off of the the referees in having to rule try or no try and try and like make the correct decision. If if they see it as because that incident, it was was it a, it looked like a try, but it also. Maybe it wasn't. So I think in that situation, if the referees, I'm happy with it for the referees to go, yeah, I've got to try. Look at the touch judges and be like, yeah, I've got to try and try, given. But then you let the bunker have that opportunity to go, hang on, we've just seen something. Eh, probably isn't a try. We just want to have another look at it. I'm happy for them to do that. You know what I mean? Like, um, is very is that, sim- that's the that's the under review thing? Yes. It's very similar okay, yeah. to. VAR in soccer where and like with the offside rule where the the linos are told not to immediate flag, immediately flag but let play continue just to see how it plays out and then raise your flag like let play continue and go yeah no or the v, or the goal goes in and then VAR can go oh hang on no way that was offside only minuscule but it was offside yeah yeah I just, I just want to make sure because uh, yeah. I've so it's very Apparently similar to the, that. The the refs I've been seeing like lately is going, oh no, it's under review. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, so they just want to confirm. It. 
<laughs> yeah, so what they'll do is they'll give the try, go out, line up the conversion, and then the bunker might go in and say, hey, we need to review this. So he'll step in front of the goal, blow time off, signal for the bunker, and they'll review this, review the decision. Yeah, So because I'm just saying I've seen a lot of it, and I'm yeah, very I, 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 uh, a little some, bit confused on what it means. Yeah, but Yeah, it's something I'm happy with. It got but brought I, in. I, I'm I getting the gist. So. Yeah. I think they brought it in who was it? No, got brought in at the start of last season because because there was a game where the Rabbitohs scored a try. The referee's given it as a try, but then the replays come up and the player was pretty much laying on the field outside the field of play. And it was like on, and it got had to stay as a try because the referees awarded it. So they've brought in this rule for any decisions like that to be like, no, 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 it was no try. Take the try off the board. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. but um, um, thanks we, for clarifying that. That's I, all right. It, it but, is very um, confusing. Yeah, but <laughs> for we me can anyway. also exactly. But we can now also officially rule out a second side from winning the premiership. Warriors got ruled out the previous week by conceding, well, I'd say fifty in a game, but fifty and a half in the second half, and then this week. We've now had the second slide rule out, ruled out for conceding 50, and that is the Newcastle Knights. Mate, if it wasn't for the fact they, they scored, the, they kicked the penalty goal on half time, it would have been 50 nil. Oh, mate, like. Oh, God, I've just seen like, the game um... from Melbourne this week. I, my tip's sorted. <laughs> Melbourne um, are playing St. George Illawarra like... in Melbourne. So. Like I, I don't understand like um, the the like like the um, knowledge that's going out with Newcastle mm. at the moment because they are a decent side when they want to be. Yeah, so realistically, you look at it; they've gone downhill I, when Kalen Ponga was was off, was out, injured, and then since he since he signed his contract, his big massive money contract. Whenever I've seen him do anything on the field, it's been like, mate, are you really trying? Like, are you really putting in? That's where I think that issue, that's where I think one of the big issues with the big money contracts is is once these players get it, they think, oh, well, it's my guaranteed money. That's where I like the idea of you look at the American sports, like, okay, there's all these multi, multi, multi million dollar contracts, but you might there's some players that they may sign a. For, let's just, for argument's sake, say a contract for $10 million a year. Cool. Yep. There's some sometimes where those contracts are worth that that is your contract. You sign for $10 million, but only $2 million is guaranteed. The rest, if you hit stats, hit numbers, hit, hit certain marks throughout the season. You know what I mean? Like, I think that could even be something to look at here. So you can still use it as a salary cap, but then you, you, I think even if you look at like take a leaf out of the A-League and the American MLS system where the MLS call it a designated player. A-League have a marquee player where you have have that one or two players that you can pay outside the cap, Um, potentially. And I just think stuff like that, you might be able to, if you have that bit of extra money that you can then also use to not use as incentive for certain players, I think that could change the game as well. And you might get less of yeah. these teams that are constantly down the bottom. Like, you look at your Bulldogs with your Tigers. Like, we joked about it the other week and with other people about the Tigers not making the finals since 2010, 2011. But, like, that's a shit, st- shit show if you're a fan. You know what I mean? Like, you know what yeah. it's like. Like, we'll look at Liverpool not winning the league or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's for all those years. You know what, I, you, you know what it's like. Like, it just becomes 100%, 100%. It just becomes here we go again. And you get over well, so, over it and just it, it's either um or next year here we go yeah. again. Next year here but we then go you again. Get, but then how long can you deal with saying that for? You know what I mean? Like not long. trust me, not long. <laughs> yeah. But um it's like it, it was supposed to be like um, uh, a championship sort of yeah, contender, and they're now in fifth. We'll, 
We'll do, do a quick run through of the ladder from bottom to top. Newcastle, bottom, Canterbury, Canberra, West Tigers, Gold Coast, Warriors, St. George, Illawarra, Brisbane, and your top eight, uh, Manly in eighth, Roosters seven, South six, Parramatta fifth, Cronulla, even with the loss of the Broncos in fourth, moved up the ladder, you beauty, North Fuck Queensland, up. Melbourne, <laughs> and Penrith. Honestly, yeah. I think it's between – it is going to be between Penrith and Melbourne this year, no doubt. And I was oh, no, no, no. I've, already, I was I've talk- already picked that, mate. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, and I was – but these last couple of weeks have really proved it. And I think it's going to be Melbourne winning it again. Well, I think I'm, I'm going to call as, it now. Like, uh, unless, uh, like, I don't know how the finals work, but. So you have. If, it, t- if it's not a Penrith, Melbourne, it'll, be, it'll so, be Penrith or Melbourne. So in the first week of the finals, team one plays team four. Team two plays team three. Team five plays team eight. And team six plays team seven. Mm. Does that make any sense? So there's the top four play against I'm I'm pretty sure that happened last last year and they're still in the same bracket for the semifinal. Yeah, so it's the top four play each other of the top eight and the next four play, the bottom half of the top eight play each other. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the two lowest ranks losers are out. The two highest-ranked losers play the highest-ranked winners in the second week, and then it just works from that. So because Penrith lost to Souths in week one of the finals, that put them and Melbourne on the same side. That had Penrith won, they would have been on different sides and not played each other potentially till the grand final. Um, mm. Okay, yeah, right, I, right. Yeah. But as I said before, I think I've already got one tip sorted for this week. On Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock in Melbourne, the Storm versus the Dragons. Sorry, Dragons fans, but um, you had a good couple of weeks. I don't think you're getting a win this week. <laughs> yeah, we might. We've got the Warriors, but um, who, who, maybe, who, mate, mate. I don't know about you boys. Oh boys no, got, we're fucked. You've got Penrith, mate. That's um. I'm sorry to say, but we're fucked. Uh, good luck getting the point. I think um. Given how you went I'm, last week I'm against the Cowboys, zero points, <laughs> mate. Given how you guys went against the Cowboys last week, losing by thirty-one, I think it could be a lot worse. And especially coming back from Darwin, mate. But, just, um, mate, just call the game. Give us minus yeah. zero. <laughs> just, just, leave, just, just, no points conceded. Just give Penrith a win already. Yeah, pretty much. But um. It's, yeah, so, it's it's a it's deplorable how we've been playing. So yeah, uh, can I, can only get better from here. But um, once again, congratulations to Bulldogs on getting a win, uh, well deserved. And like finally, see if they can build you're shaping here. up. So one hundred percent. My head um, chef is happy. <laughs> He's oh, a Bulldogs fan. That man, like, there's a customer at work, and she's stoked. She's actually got bulldog the word Bulldogs in blue and white tattooed down her arm. Like she is so over the moon. She's getting a bit. She's getting a bit lippy and, and all that because the sharks lost, but that's all right. I, I, I do give out as I do give it out, so I will, I will cop it. But um, we'll now quickly move move on to AFL again. We were going to go out, but we were so sore <laughs> like, yeah, after no. our game. We had no energy, but I will say this now: there is no disputing it. I'll, me and Scotty, I'm telling you right now, Scotty, we'll all be, you, you will be there that day. I'm going to speak to Jamie, try and get Jamie out and see if anyone else wants to come out. In June, St Kilda are playing in Sydney against the Swans at the SCG on a Saturday night at like 7.30. Prime time hmm. spot. Mate, we will be, uh, yeah, doesn't mess, doesn't clash with the Southo Sharks game, so we're lucky there. Fair but, um, but, mate, we'll, we'll see. Be... How, we'll see how... You know my schedule. Yeah, but we'll be going out to that. But um, last week, last weekend, Richmond absolutely demolished Tigers. Frio did the Cats in Geelong. That was probably a massive upset. Proved that Fremantle are real. GWS had a pretty easy win over the Crows. Melbourne just got up over the Hawks in a really good game from what I was watching with it. Um, my boys unfortunately went down by one to Port Adelaide up in Cairns. It was very muggy conditions. Both teams had to deal with it, but unfortunately, Port did with it better. Carlton got up over North. No surprise, real surprise there. Collingwood 
got up over Gold Coast, Bulldogs over the Bombers, and Brisbane got up over the Swans. You little beauty, suck that one, Swans fans. I hate the Swans. But, um, <laughs> man, literally our game, dead set, we were deplorable. Both sides, really. Port Adelaide got up 43-42. Port Adelaide kicked five goals, 13 43. St Kilda. Oh my God. Four goals, 18. 42. Dead set. Our kicking was like I've seen tree branches that are more straighter than our kicking from that game. Oh, that's a big call, mate. Mate, it was deplorable. Like, obviously, I'm not complaining because, like, even though we lost because Brisbane beat Spawns by enough, we actually moved back up the ladder. So I'm not complaining. Like, Shows how good we, we've been in the early part of the season that we can lose and still move up the ladder. Like, so that's credit where credit's due for our form early, earlier on in the season. But I definitely think we need to try and fix that up heading into now. Like, I think we, we, it's, what, round seven, and we play, what, 22, 23 rounds. So we're, what, a third of the way in? Sitting all right in the top four, but that's definitely something we need to improve on is our goal kicking 100%. Well, all I know is Essendon needs to pull their asses out because they need to. Yeah. And well, we'll do a quick go I, through the, of the I, I don't follow the AFL, but a family friend goes through there and shout out Father Elio Capra. You're yeah. good, mate, mate. But, um, yeah, we'll have a quick run through of the ladder from bottom to top. Absolutely hilarious. The funniest thing I've ever seen. West Coast bottom, sitting bottom of the AFL ladder. Then, then we've got North Essendon. Uh, yes, we're G- not last. <laughs> uh, G- GWS, Gold Coast, Port Adelaide, Adelaide, Hawthorne, Western Bulldogs, Richmond back in ninth, Collingwood, Geelong, Carlton, Sydney, the Mighty Sailors in fourth, Freo in third, Brisbane in second, and like, like I'll probably expect it to stay for the rest of the season, Melbourne in first. Mate, I think Melbourne's going to win it again. They're just looking too strong. Like, is that, like, uh, like the, the demons, the demons, demons who won it, yeah, who won it last year, yeah. Like that was them breaking that drought. And I saw an interview with um, Max Gorn, their captain, and he even said like the big thing for them is okay, we've won the grand final now, but we haven't won it in Melbourne, and that's the thing that's pushing him. And that's the thing I said to some, I think I said it to Jamie, and I said it to a few other people, that's the thing that's really going to push Melbourne this year. It's the fact that, okay, they won the grand final, but they won it in Perth. They want to win it in Melbourne. Well, yeah, because let's be realistic. Most of the AFL teams are in Melbourne, and they want to win yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah, well, it's the grand finals always in Melbourne. It's like Liverpool, like, okay, they won the league, but they didn't win it in front of their fans. So, you know what I mean? It's that extra push that they want to win that league again in front of their fans. Yeah, 100%. But, um, like... I'll, you know what I mean? It's... I'll be booking my flights just to go to Anfield to play that, like, premiership winning game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've said, if Charlton never do it, like, I'll have to fly over for that game. Not yet. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, so, again, like, out of the two of us, I'm probably the, the A, I'm, I am the AFL guy between the two of us. So, we'll sort of, only a quick little bit on the AFL, but. Yeah, I think Melbourne's looking too strong. Well, I'm um, sorry. I, I, I apologise to all our listeners. I right. do not know much about AFL. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm, I'm slowly getting you into it, though. Yeah, slowly, but slowly. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But um, also want to touch on a big event that's coming up t- tomorrow at the time of release of the podcast. The NBL Grand Final, the series, like the the Australian Basketball Grand Final series, Scotty. Yes, I did see. We've got the Sydney Kings in. You beauty. Sorry, Jamie, we did beat the Hawks. Well, sorry, we didn't beat them. We swept the Hawks. It proves <laughs> out, Kings fans, it was a sweep. Um, taking on the Cinderella story, mate. The like the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers are in the Grand Final in their first season. I've. I do have a, uh, a friend who supports Sydney Kings. Yeah. Um, shout out Michael Dowd. He, yeah. He's a good bloke. Goes to boils a lot. Yeah. Go have a chat with him about basketball. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, yeah, he, so... he reckons Sydney Kings have no shot. Oh, so really? He reckons, but yeah, the game's so he... a game in it, and so he, so, so you're saying that he reckons the Jack Jumpers will win it. He thinks they will, but not yeah. by that much. So I, I want the Kings to win it, man. Like the fact that we can do something similar to what South Sydney Rabbitohs did in the NRL when they got kicked out of the comp. And then, sorry, were able to come back. It took them a long time, but they were able to get back and win a grand, win a grand final. It'd be really nice to see the Kings be able to come back and win a grand final, especially after losing it two years ago. It'd be really good to see them get up. But um, like he's uh, he's an Everton supporter. Yeah. Well, we can't, well, yet again, if you're saying the Kings aren't going to win and he's uh, an Everton supporter, is he really a good judge? Um, I do have to say that because he only supports Everton because Tim Cahill paid for them. So, yeah, good on but, him. Yeah. But, um, but, but he, also he, I want to touch on the Jack Jumpers, though, and the way that um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Football here in Australia, like soccer, we can jump. We need to jump, jump into Tasmania. Look at the Jack Jumpers state crowds. They've had packed house the whole every game pretty much. I think we need to bring it into the A League. What's something we can take in above every other code besides basketball, obviously. Same as I've, I've wrote a whole thing about on fanbabblesports.com and go back and find it. Even looked at possibly bringing the team in Darwin and just having them play on Saturday nights for home games, little things like that, just to try and improve the improve attendances and games and improve, improve growth in areas where we don't have national sporting teams, but that's for another another day. I, I do believe Tasmania has a lot to offer. You've got oh, 100%. You've got the the 2020 team got, yeah, in cricket. Yeah, you've got Hurricanes in the Big Bash. And and you've got the, the Tassie Tigers in the regular one-day cricket and the Sheff, Sheffield Shield four-day cricket. You've got the basketball um, team as well. You've got the Jack Jumpers now, yeah. What, like, like you have, you have so got, much. Like Tasmania has so much to offer. They're pushing for an AFL team down there. Like seriously, if we can get in, get a football team, a soccer team down there before the AFL do, you know what I mean? Like what a win that is! Like, you like, know what I mean? like you, you might get flogged, but who Mate, send, cares? send us down, it. send us down there. We already get, we already got flogged last weekend, like. No, nah, exactly. we're going. Like, we're going to build. We will get. We will get a win this season, but it's like it won't be a buy, but <laughs> we, no, we will get a win. We, we will get a legitimate win, and on my days we are going to party hard. And I go. We, I reckon we need to get t-shirts made saying we got a win, and we wear them to the pub that night and just like show off and celebrate like we want to comp, but have a bit of fun with it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, sport, I'll talk to Jimmy about it. Um, we'll see if we can get it organised. But now we also need... But now we're heading into the back half of the show, we also need to look at one of our other backers here. That if you've been down there and you've eaten at this place, you will have seen Scotty. Um, Cafe Kazoo at Miranda. Like, are you ever at Miranda? I want to get a good coffee. Do you want a top quality fare while shopping? Then hit up Cafe Kazoo at Westfield Miranda. Trust me, it's amazing. If you're hungry, make sure to go there and check out our go-to with the big breakfast. And also, don't don't forget the pancakes. And it, when you get the pancakes, like we do, we always chuck in a hash brown and get the cream and ice cream. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Great, great way to start your day. Great mango smoothie. Jamie always gets his coffee coffee down there. But yeah, so trust us. Head down to see, head down to Cafe Kazoo. See Scotty. He's the chef down there. Just head to level two at Westfield Marina, just out the front of David Jones. Cafe Kazoo, the place to be when you need to refuel. Um, but yeah, mate, it's it's crazy as well to think that like talking football. That mate, we've only got a couple of weeks left of the football season, of like the soccer season. Mate, pretty, well, the, the, we, we the pretty overseas much got, stuff, really. We pretty much got five weeks, maybe six with some other European comps. Yeah. But it's um, coming. 
we should have the World Cup to look forward to, except for the fact that the oil money took over, and now that now that World Cup is in at the end of the year, which um, <clears throat> which uh, Jamie reminded me of earlier. Also, I want to put put a big fact out there that uh, message came through to, through tonight that the NFL, the American Gridiron, has actually announced that there will be the first ever game in Germany in November. Mm. At the home of Bayern Munich, Allianz, uh, Allianz? Uh, yeah, Allianz Arena. It is the Seattle Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm, that's an interesting go. So the first ever NFL game in Germany. So because I messaged Jamie, I said, "Mate, we, we should, let's let's go to Germany. We, it's even in football season." And he's gone, "Oh wait, that the World Cup's on then." I'm like, "Ah, oh, great." The Oil money World Cup, like, man, I'm great. pretty sure if if the but, three of us are going to Germany, we're going all through Europe. So, <laughs> oh mate, I, well, me and Jamie said we want to go to Rotterdam because we want to see Final Plan to Cleep. Um, shout out to Final. We've got this. I think it's this weekend. We got the second leg coming up in the semi final for the UEFA Conference League. Um, shout out to your boy Scotty. Got, got the win this morning. Moved through to another Champions League final. I think that's ten. European Champions League finals now, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but bloody that that was close. Mate, like, they made hard work of it. Mate, they were 2-0 down and came back 3-2, so. Because what was it? Because you, you won, what, was it 3-0 last week in the first leg, wasn't it? 2-0. Uh, 2-0. And then it was 3-2 today, so you win 5-2 on aggregate. Yeah, mate. but, mate, if, like, just think about it. If they, we don't have a really good record away at Villarreal, yeah. if that well, was 2-0, well, like, we're going thing, to penalties. Well, everyone's talking about how, oh, how oh, it was expected. But the thing is, it was expected because you because you look at the pay that Villarreal spend on their squad. It's a pittance oh, yeah, compared to Liverpool. But they pushed you. Like, like you, well, you look at what they did, like, they've all done. And I think they've won the most Europa League finals. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they've won the most Europa League finals. Um, um, I think they've won like four or five Europa League finals. Like it's ridiculous. I think. Um, yeah, I think we've won six. Yeah, but yeah, you've won six but, Champions League, but Europa League, like the second tier down. I think. Yeah, yeah, the no, no, won uh, Like a, four or five. Yeah, it's either it's either it's either four or six, but I know it's an even number. Yeah, well, it might be four then, but yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, but away to Villarreal like yeah. this morning, like yeah, w- we should have taken the loss. I reckon. Yeah. Like I-, I was thinking in my head this morning, it should have been about two one Villarreal. Yeah, honestly, they were that over it. Oh no, I just think it's like for us at away at Villarreal, yeah. we do not have a great record. Yeah, I'm actually surprised we came from two nil down to win three two. So. So it shows shows a character team because apparently Klopp said something and stuff at halftime. I don't know what he said, but apparently he really willed the team on. But um, so yeah, obviously, I did have that too. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I've... at the time of recording, though, we don't know the other semi-finals tomorrow morning. At the time of recording, um, this morning at the time of release for us. So I'm going to say one. I'm going to say two things. Well done, Madrid. You've knocked City out. Knocked out some of my money, or okay, so it's going to be the battle of the treble or the quadruple. Congratulations, Man City, into another Champions League final. Um, Scotty, I've said both options. Who do you think Liverpool are playing in the Champions League final in Paris? Uh, I reckon Real Madrid. Yeah, you think Madrid's going to do them? Well, you reckon Madrid's going to be the first team to defend in this tie? Well, like I'm thinking of it because the second half is uh, sent sent um the, the Santiago Bernabeu, yeah. yeah, and they've only got Real's got three away goals, yeah. And look at that! I don't think Man City's going to well, top the, the that. Away, the away goals doesn't count though. There's no away uh, goals anymore. Oh. Yeah, they wiped that out. That was one of the things they changed at the start of the season. Away goals don't count anymore. It is straight. If it comes to it's now, 
who scores okay, the most I've, goals. I've missed some crucial information. Yeah, um, so yeah, that like, changed coming into this season. Oh, okay. For, for the better, I believe. Because yeah. it takes out all that controversy, you know what I mean? Of like, okay, one, one, yeah. I didn't actually know about this information, and no, two, I, I sort of agree because that's it's a way win and a home win. So yeah, but um, so I, I do apologize for that's that. That's right. So taking that into consideration, does that do you, you still think Madrid's going to get up, or do you think City can somehow get through to another final? I still reckon Madrid's going to get up. Yeah. Yeah, Los Blanco is going to go in. Yeah, they, you're, they're going to go nuts. Yeah, like look at like look at Karen Benzema. Yeah, his his goal scorer his league is off the yeah. tits. And I think City did a good job to keep him quiet last week, but he still like, was still able to pop up and do damage. So exactly, exactly. And imagine what they're going to be at home. Yeah, plus Man City in Europe away from home. Their record's not great. Not crash hot, yeah. It's it's maybe again, decent again, at best. Pep has always had it. Pep as a manager, no matter where he's been, he's always had that good record against Madrid. So, apart, yeah, I think but, he has. I think there might have been that one time. Yeah, but he not was with City, though. Yeah, that's. I don't that's know. The question. Yeah. No, I, I I think I see City getting through. To be honest, I do see City getting through. And oh, can we not play City again? Well, I'm guessing you don't want to hear my prediction for the final. Then, if City get through, I think City finally get their championship. Well, I'm just saying this is the fourth time we're going to be playing City. So, but yet again, Klopp is the first. And I think Liverpool in general are the first side to make three cup finals in the same season: League Cup, FA Cup, and Champions League. That is true. So, like honestly, I not for the fame I'm saying, yeah. but I hope I really hope Liverpool get all of it. Because the Premier League as well, and get the quadruple. Yeah, well. Well, at least we'll, we'll see how get, we go on even, that. Even, because... even if you don't win that, and you win the Champions League, you've still got a treble. You know what I mean? Like you've got the cup treble. Like that's like ridiculous. Yeah, and like going back to the English Cup, the Carabao Cup. Yeah, the League Cup. Yep, and like considering we've got Chelsea in the FA Cup. Yeah. The Carabao Cup was a great fight against them. Yeah. How is is this be a repeat of the Carabao Cup in the FA Cup or not? And Champions League final. Yeah. How the hell is that going to go? Because that's a completely different scenario in itself. One hundred percent. And well, and the Premier League it, race. Yeah. A hundred percent different story. Oh. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see how all the trophies get, end up finishing up this season. But um, I've got a, I've, yeah, I've got a feeling that City will, it'll be Liverpool and City in the Champions League final. And um, I've got a feeling that will be a battle for who gets a treble or a quadruple. Well, who gets the treble? Because I think... So, someone's going to take it. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think City will win the Prem. So I think that'll be... It'll be the battle of who gets the treble, whether it's, you know what I mean? Like it's no. Well, yeah. unless, unless someone, unless about five people from yeah. city gets injured. Yeah. Uh, like tomorrow morning from recording. Yeah. Like badly. Yeah. Either they lose like one of their four remaining games. Yeah. Or whatever. Then Liverpool take it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to impact the Liverpool squad on the Champions League final. So, yeah. It's a tough nut to pick. Oh, it is. It is. But um, we need also need to touch on the Premier League. Like we we just rattled off on European football. We will touch on the Premier League though. We do have our. I believe it is our first official relegation for the year, for the season with um, Norwich going down. Yep. It was pre- it was pretty expected. Oh honesty. yeah, it, it was. And I think Watford's going down as well. Yeah. Cal- calculations wise, but yeah, it's, it's at the moment it's very likely. Easy, but... Well, at the bottom half, you got Watford. That's only one point better off. Played the same amount of games. Yeah. It's looking highly likely that Watford go down, and then it's that last spot between Everton, Leeds, and Burnley. 
Yeah, like Everton's in the drop zone. They do have a game in hand. I, I did but... say they. I did last week say they were going to get smashed by Chelsea, but mate, like I, I got nobody wrong. saw that result coming. I got proved wrong, and it's like good on them for winning, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's still on for that. That saw that. I don't know anyone that saw that result coming. Oh, no one did. Like, come on. Like the way they've been playing, no. Yeah, it was just. Oh. Yeah, that was probably the the upset of the weekend. But um, but we'll we'll digress from that. We'll actually look at the yeah. So we've got it. We've got it. I've got the ladder here updated. So obviously, yeah, Norwich relegated, Arsenal. And Chelsea are guaranteed for now. This it may not be accurate. He's going off Wikipedia, not the best, but it's what I've got. Um, Arsenal and Chelsea are assured of at least the Europa League can still qualify for the Champions League. City and Liverpool already qualified for the Champions League, like given Norwich City are relegated. You have in the Championship, you've got Derby, Peterborough, and Barnsley, same as last week, already relegated. You've got Fulham, congratulations, Fulham, winning the championship. Well done. Um, who is who? Who's their striker? He's just blitzed it and scored forty three goals this season. Uh, Mitrovic, I think it is. Alexander yeah. Mitrovic, um, Bournemouth have clinched promotion motion back to the Prem after I think it was ended up only being like two or three years out, and so far qualified for the playoffs. You have Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield. With Chef Jamie will be happy. Chef United are pushing up, pushing to go back up, and Luton Town is still in the playoff spot with one L- game Town to play. Me. Mate, apparently was it who was it they played the other day? They played someone and they lost seven nil. There's a guy that lives down the road from me. He's a Luton fan. He was over there at the end of the season. He said they lost seven nil the other morning. So, whew. but um. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just saying, like Luton Town surprised me just being in the top seven. Yeah, so, so in in the championship, yeah, but um, and to think they could be in the Premier League next year. Wow! Then we go to League One, which wrapped up over the weekend. Crew, Wimbledon, Doncaster, and Gillingham have all been relegated. Wigan and Ro- Wigan and Rotherham are promoted. Wigan is champions. Rotherham in second, promoted back up into the championship with MK Dons, Chef Wednesday, Sunderland, and Wickham Wanderers finishing so in the League One playoffs positions. See who goes up from there. Then in League Two, we've got Scunthorpe and Oldham getting relegated with Exeter and Forest Green guaranteed promotion. And the battle for the player spots will come down and the final guaranteed promotion spot will come down to the final match day. At this stage, Northampton Town are in third. But and the remaining places in the playoffs is Bristol Rovers, Mansfield Town, Port Vale, and Swindon Town, with a few other teams that can jump into that. But um, well, I'm sorry for Scunthorpe because now we've only got one swear word in all competitions. And yeah, what was it? Yeah, <laughs> no, we've got two. We've got two. All right, who? Arsenal and fucking Leeds. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. So to anyone that's suffered you, you relegation, you can't say that without actually getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, but there's no Leeds fan in, in my house to punch me in the face, so I can get away with it. That is for true. now. <laughs> for now, but um, to anyone that's team's been relegated, <laughs> sorry, but at least it wasn't our teams. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how the playoffs finish in the. I just, I just want to say, sorry, Simon Minter. I do watch you, but haha. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it finishes because that thing, Leeds can even get relegated out of the Prem potentially, but at least I'll still be in the late football league. Um, well, the next so, coming weeks is crucial, so. Yes. Oh, massively crucial. But um, we'll digress from that and we'll look at the disappointment of. Sydney FC's Champions League campaign, like we shouldn't have even bothered going over. Um, sucked into Melbourne City, did not lose a game, but because of 
way things worked out, they're actually they actually missed out on getting past the group stage. Did they? Yeah, they finished third, but they weren't one of the three or three best third place teams or whatever it was. So they got knocked oh, out. Oh, okay. Is that how it works? Oh, yeah, okay. that's how it worked. Well, um, like honestly, I thought I thought all the teams played against each other and did the Champions League thing, but. Yeah, yeah. So you had the you have your, it's like the the UEFA Champions League. You have your you have your group of four, group of four, and yeah. then it goes from there, and you play off, you play everyone twice, and whatever. But yeah, it's the way it worked out, and like, they ended up I, finishing I, third, but missed out. Like, because I, I always thought like every every second place team plays each other, and then they get knocked out. No. So uh, yeah, the top two, so... the top two automatically go through, and it just a whole lot of crap from there. But um, yeah, well, they finished second, didn't they? No, they finished third. Oh, did they? They okay. finished third, and it, they didn't finish in the top th- top whatever third place team, so they got knocked out. Oh, okay, all right, all right, fair enough. <laughs> but um, can I just say like? Wh- as you said before, like, why did Sydney FC even bother going? Like, oh, exactly. Like, well, and we've had the news coming out that not really surprising that Bobo's retiring at the end of the season. I can't say I'm surprised with that, but um, well, he, can, he, he sort of came out of retirement to go yeah, back. So yeah, and um, also there's a game on at the moment. You've got Perth surprisingly two 0 up over Melbourne City. Shit. Right. It is in Perth, Melbourne City, obviously on their way back from Asia. But um, there was another game earlier. It was Newcastle and Western United, if I remember correctly. That finished one all. And then this weekend, you actually got Sydney FC saying farewell to Cogra in the big blue against Melbourne victory, which, quite frankly, congratulate. I'll say it already. Congratulations on your victory, Melbourne victory. There's no way Sydney FC is winning that one. <laughs> Even though I'm a Sydney fan, there's no way Sydney's winning that. We ain't making the finals. I think the way the top six is now is the top six. Mate, if we clinch even... like I don't even know if we it, can mathematically we the, get in there, but... Um, it's a stretch. <laughs> but like, if, we, if we do, if we somehow make the finals, it will be... And we would have over-succeeded this season. And honestly, I think it is... A lot of us have said it. We've been saying it since the start of the season... As the season has progressed, it's got more and more evident. Corica out. Um, well, Benny, I apologise for this, but Corica, please fuck off. Yeah, it's like you're a club, he's a club legend, but there's there no. comes a time where or like where the relationship has to end, and this is the time where the Corica and Sydney FC relationship has to end. You know what I mean? Like I just yeah, think like. It's, it's, Stay on as an advisor or whatever. Yeah, or an assistant, but, but I just don't think just he's, don't, don't, he should be Stop head. standing on the field, please. That's, yeah. Yeah, you're I done, think mate. it's like, fine. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's just a club like Sydney, like one of the the main teams isn't he's Is that too that step too far, if that makes any sense? Well, um, look at David please, Moyes. Please coach Sullo or yeah. something. But um, look at David Moyes, for example. Everton, he was amazing. Went to United, went shithouse. Went to Spain, he did pretty decent in Spain. Um, and then he's ended up coming back and doing West Ham. And look what he's done at West Ham, mate. Like, it's not one of the big, the eternal big clubs. Maybe that's just the level. Yeah. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But something needs to happen. And he just, oh. he needs to find himself. That's all. Yeah, it... He's only pick him up as far as I know. So yeah, he's only ever yeah been with Sydney. So probably things need to change. But again, it's it's tough call to make given that he's spent his the whole time of the A League at CFC. But again, times change and things need to change. But yeah, yeah, it's it's what happens. Yeah. So, but um, this will be. This is actually also Perth's last game of the season. So. Yeah. 
Um, so Perth will finish bottom. Then you've got Brisbane, second bottom, Western Sydney, Newcastle, F- Sydney FC, MacArthur, Wellington, Central Coast, Adelaide, Western United, Melbourne Victory, and Melbourne City. Um, yeah, it'll be. It's I think Melbourne City. It's going. It's probably going to be City versus Victory in the grand final, and I'll probably say City winning it again. Well, I reckon Western United's going to pop up there, but I haven't. Seen uh, nah, I watched a bit of their game tonight. I just no, nah, I don't think they will. I did they win? Because uh, mathematically, was one, I was calculating one, it. But I've only seen it like last one or one or. Oh yeah. Because I I knew they were going to mathematically when I saw it they could pop up the first, but I didn't know yeah, how nah, they were going to. Yeah, it was one all tonight. So yeah. Um. But hopefully, Sydney FC can somehow pull something together, get back up there next year. But who knows? Well, if we, even if Sydney FC do, I reckon we're out. It doesn't. We're just playing one extra game. That's that's as far as I I think. Yeah, yeah, no. It's um. I think the sooner this season ends for Sydney FC, the better. Yeah, hundred percent. And then we can move on. But um, we've now come to that point of the show that we get to every week. It's time for the elite salon for men. Elite moment of the week. Are you in the need for a tidy up with a haircut? Does your beard need to be trimmed up? Then head on up and see Joe and the team at Elite Salon for Men in Ingerdine, just off the crossing opposite of Ingerdine Central Shopping Centre. Remember, when you want to feel elite, see the elite. Um, Scotty, have you got any picks for the performance of the weekend? Or um, Honestly, I actually don't. Um, I uh-huh. can think of a few things, but it's going to take me a bit. So I'll, I want to go for full, I'm going to go for Fulham as a team. Say the week, but also sort of the season. For the first time in over 30 years, they've won a they've won a league. It is it's like it's a championship, but it's still a league. Like for the first time in over 30 years, they've won a league, and they've done it in one hell of a style. As we stated earlier, with Alexander Mitrovic scoring 43 goals in the season. Well, honestly, like, that is ridiculous. I, for me, that is my elite salon Razor Cup moment of the week. Honestly, look, look at their, four, their their fours. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll it's, just get, it's a ridiculous amount. I'll just try and get against. it up. Just try and get it up now. And yeah, so they've got they've played forty five, one twenty seven, drawn nine, lost nine, only conceded thirty nine goals for the season. There's a few teams on that, but they've scored 106 goals for the season. Yeah, like look at that 40, record. Like... 43 of those are Mitrovic. You take those 43 off, you know what I mean? Like it's uh, I just next, want to call... next best is 73. Like that's ridiculous. That, as I said, that for me is the elite moment of the week for me. I just want to call this now. I reckon they're going to push top six next year. No, <laughs> see that's that's the problem with Fulham. Like, however, you look at them the last couple of times. To- Last few times they've been in the prem, I, th- I think they're a bit like a Norwich to, at times, too good for the championship, but not good enough for the prem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I reckon they'll push top six. No, no, no. I, however, I don't think they will. I however, think however, be, yeah. The end of the run of the season, yeah, will they'll push drop right them back. down. See, I, I, I'm already calling now. I think they'll be struggling to stay up. Mitrovic, you're looking in the other year. He's come out of the champ. He came out of the champ. I'm pretty sure he came up with Fulham, and he was scoring goals for fun. Yep. Got to the Premier League, could not score. Yeah, He's gone I'm... back down, back down, scoring goals for fun. Will he be able to come up and score? Will he come up and score score a few, or will he not be able to score again? Yeah, exactly right. And that's what and that's what I'm saying because he'll it'll be like sort of an and uh, pretty much a championship game for their run. Yeah. They'll probably yeah. crack. Crack the top six as soon yeah. as that halfway mark comes up. Yeah, as soon as it gets to that World Cup point where the yeah. season stops. But yet again, for some teams that usually struggle in the back half of the season, that could be a good reset for everyone. You know what I mean? Like having that break in the middle of the season could be that reset. Look at Sydney FC a few years ago yeah, in yeah. A League. They were doing shocking that mid season break for the Asian Cup. Next, you know, we make the grand final, we lose, but we make the grand final. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, no, I. Th- but yeah, as I said, congratulations for them getting promoted. And for me, you're the elite salon Razor Cup moment a week. Um, I, th- I think we nearly covered everything, Scotty. 
Yeah, I just I just want to make a quick shout out. Um, yeah, Sydney FC youth in the MPL. Uh six one over Sydney United. Yeah, like yeah. Are and then, you all right? Like, and then Sydney United have now sacked, mutually agreed to release a coach. I know there was a lot of the Sydney United things pushing for that. Um, I've seen seen it all online. Like, there's a lot of issues going on there that have got the fans offside and. Quite frankly, that's the last thing you need is fans offside. And oh like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like yeah. Sydney FC, it's youth, like crazy. Are, yeah. are you okay? Like, and that's with, you're fucking killing it. And that's with some of their players over in the Champions League squad with, um, with uh FC in in Thailand or Vietnam or wherever they were. Yeah, yeah. but also I think it was Jaden. Uh, What's his name? I can't even remember his name. Um, one of the young guys got a hat trick as well. So, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. or whatever his name is. But um, yeah, I think you could even say that, that. So, would you say that's your moment of the week? Or uh, my elite moment of the week would be just how surprised I am by Sydney FC youth. Yeah, um, like it's yeah, it, they're, they're doing an amazing it. job and they're killing it. Yeah, like, but um. Yeah, Considering they're re- in relegation last year, so exactly, and also uh, for me and Jamie, we got Feyenoord in the Conference League. I think I mentioned earlier, Conference League semi-final early hours Friday morning. Um, I'm, I've got to try and make sure I'm up to watch that. I don't know if I will. See, if little man's up. Little man's up. I might have to get up. Might have to get up and watch it with him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're, again, we're, we're, we're back on again with our team up at Heathcote. Again, if you want to play, come join us. Um, I think we've got, yeah, I think we've nailed it all, Scotty. Yeah, I reckon that's it, isn't it? Um, any anything else you want to add on? No, just thanks for listening and yeah. talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, thanks for joining us again. It's a longer episode, nearly. We've gone over an hour this week. Like we're trying to keep it to about in forty-five minute, minutes to an hour. Try and keep it close to an hour as possible. But um, yeah. You're still listening. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, follow us wherever you, you do. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're on. I know we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, um, Anchor, who we record through, and I think we're also on iHeartRadio as well. So um, just leave leave a review for us. Uh, if we find it, we will read it out um, on the show. We'll start looking for it. See if anyone has. We haven't. I haven't seen any yet. Um, but yeah, re- rate, review, share us about. Um, let us know where, where you're listening from. We've I've seen in their stats that we're obviously Australia, US, UK, Iraq, Mexico, Germany. Like it's just crazy that we're getting like that. Thanks to everyone for listening. Um, but like always, I'm Ben. I'm Scotty. This has been Chat from the Back, and we'll speak to you again in the next episode.